And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron. Oh, <laughs> the Parley Power. You got it. We're back. We're back for another week. Yes, we are. And we, we I mean, we're talking more NFL football, yep. more college football, yep. more college football, and more NFL football. <laughs> football across the board. <laughs> yeah, more, it's getting in that time of the season. It really is. Well, week, week eight, week seven, week nine. Yeah. You know, depending if you count week zero. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we're, we're getting into the thick of things. Yeah. Uh, playoff implications across the board. For sure. Uh, uh, divisional battles are really starting to heat up. Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, we got a lot to get into here. For sure. Let's start with Thursday night. Okay. All right. Uh, Jacksonville, they're coming back over to the States yeah. after their two week stint over across the pond, mm-hmm. uh, but they're still not going to play at home. They're, yeah. They're heading over to <laughs> New Orleans. That's the Thursday night game, uh, 7 30 kickoff, and it's basically a pick 'em, and it's kind of stayed that way. New Orleans is a the Saints are a one-point favorite here. We're looking at an over-under at 40. Kind of low, but if you look at these two offenses, you kind of understand why. Yeah, exactly, Andy. And the way this opened up is they had New Orleans at a minus three favorite yeah. Yeah. and that over-under all the way up at 43 points. So you can kind of see the way the betting trends are going here. A lot of people yeah. throwing money on the Jaguars and a lot of people thinking they're not going to score that many points. Um, I'm going to yeah. stick with the Jaguars. They have looked mm-hmm. good over the past few weeks, uh, so. t- taking down the likes of the Falcons, the Bills, and the Colts. They're on a three-game winning streak, Andy. Uh, and the Saints just don't look right, Andy. Uh, back mm-hmm. on Sunday versus the Texans, New Orleans was down 17-10 by halftime and couldn't get much going offensively in the second half, losing that game 20-13. to I yeah. just really think Jacksonville is on the ascend to the team that everybody thought they would be. In the preseason, yeah, and, and now they're kind of hitting that stride. You know, there's something to be said for winning the game. Just win the game, yeah, right? For sure. Uh, but Jacksonville is kind of fool's gold, where they had some goofy things happen, some turnovers yeah. that went their way, um, and they didn't have very many sustained drives in those last couple of wins. I get a lot of factors overseas and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. And on the flip side, New Orleans last week they had a bunch of long drives that yeah. they couldn't capitalize couldn't where they capitalize. where they would get in the red zone they would yep. turn o- turn it over i think they had two or three times they got within the 15 and had exactly. nothing to show for it so exactly yeah it's it's kind of odd you have one offense that's chewing up yardage getting a lot of passing yards and rushing yards and another one that's not, doesn't have a lot of stats to show for it but they're scoring enough to win but they score when they need to <laughs> yeah. and that's it that's the opposite of new orleans they've looked yeah. good offensively like you said sunday 430 yards andy but yeah. the two turnovers and seven penalties and six of 15 on third downs killed any momentum that they have so i am rolling with the jaguars i just don't think this saints team really knows how to mesh yet yeah and, and trevor lawrence is playing good football right now oh man i want to i want to take the, the uh, I like New Orleans at home, but yeah. it's not the same old New Orleans as it has been in previous few years. For sure not. And you're right. Jacksonville is 10 mm. and 3, the last 13 against the spread, mm-hmm. and that's where it counts. And when you're talking to flip them, okay, give me the give me the <laughs> give me the road dog. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Road dogs have been eating this year anyway. Well, I think so. Ooh, and uh, I'm looking at a consensus right now at 39 <clears throat> and a half. So you've already lost a half point there. Boy, that that total is going down. It is going down, Andy. It does scare me a little bit uh, with betting the over here, but I Mm -hmm. think it really is the only play if you're on one side or the other. I cannot 
go into this game with yeah. these defenses thinking that they're going to keep these two offenses that have some playmakers on each side under this amount of points. So I might just sidestep it, but if I had to pick, I would go on that over. Yeah. I mean, it feels like two NFL teams should be able to get you 39 points, right? Should, for sure. <laughs> Especially these able. teams. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about a couple of other offenses yeah. that I think get overlooked quite a bit. The five and one Detroit Lions. That's right, five yeah. and one, and the only game they lost was an overtime loss. For sure, early. Yep. Okay, uh, against Baltimore Ravens, heading out to Baltimore. They're four and two, kind of having a quiet, good season. Yeah, kind, yeah. Kind of like the Ravens always do. For sure, they're just always they're, they're around. Just there. They're, they're always just there. there. Uh, but they are a three point, and that line is holding at three. They are three point favorite at home. Are the Ravens over under totals looking at forty three? Yeah, Andy. I I've been rolling with the Lions all season, so it, it, mm-hmm. it, it it's hard for me to go against them. And I'll give you a couple reasons why. They've already picked up some solid road wins this season. Yeah, I'm a bit hesitant to teams coming back from London without a bye week, which is what they're doing right now. Exactly what they're but doing. But I still think the Lions come to play. Their coach is an absolute lunatic that gets them hyped up and everything. Yep. Jared Goff is playing the best yep. football that he's played in the NFL. Yeah. I'm siding with the Lions, especially if I'm getting points. Uh, I'm going to the Lions big time. They are uh, seven out of the last eight games against the spread. They have covered. Yeah, yeah. And they have been covering. They've been winning. Uh, and Baltimore, they're dinged up. I, uh, let me look at their latest injury list here. But you're looking at defensive backs, yeah. defensive ends. Running backs, of course, with J.K. Dobbins. That happened early. For like, sure. They're, they're on their way, though. Uh, but you got two defensive ends, Russians, that are out. You also have a cornerback and a safety that are questionable, probably going to sit out. You're talking about a neck injury with uh, Brent Urban. Yeah. Um, I, and Detroit's offense is clicking. Yeah, exactly, Andy. And they start fast, which is really good for a team like this because mm-hmm. they just get on top of you, and then their defense is very stout as well. So yeah. the Lions have won the first quarter in each of their last four games against teams with a winning record. So this yeah. is a very good team that gets out, starts fast, and then mm. they don't let up. They have a very potent offense, and yeah. that defense keeps the good offenses in check enough for the Lions to win. Give me those points. Give me the Lions. It's kind of awkward talking about Detroit like this, but they play very complimentary yeah, football. They the, do. the defense helps the offense. The offense can lift up the defense and kind of protect the lead. They got running backs that, that they can lean on uh, when they're not injured. Yeah. <laughs> but that's where we're at in the NFL right now. And, and I saw some stats with Lamar Jackson, and he's actually having a lot better year than what you're kind of led to believe. If you just watch SportsCenter and listen to what they say, you don't think he's having a good year? Exactly. No, he's he, having a pretty darn good he's year. He's always having a good year. If this guy's on the field, he's having a good. He's having a good time, and he's making plays. Yeah. This guy is this this Baltimore Ravens offense. He's yeah. the man. He really is. He deserves all the money. But on the opposite side, Andy, they got a few more pieces. They got Jared Goff, who's already passed for sixteen hundred sure. yards. David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, that are yep. great one-two punch. Yep. And Amon Ross St. Brown leads the Lions in receiving with thirty-eight grabs and almost five hundred yards already. This season, yeah, and a lot of people are high on him, fantasy guys, for uh, sure. Early, and they're right, they're right. He yep. he is having himself a season thus far. All right, so we like the three. What about that uh, forty-three total? Yeah, I, I think this probably does it. I, I think yeah. it probably goes over, yeah. Andy. Just like we're just saying, uh, the high potent offense with the Detroit Lions. I think yeah. they get at least twenty-eight points in this, and and, and I do think that Lamar is <clears throat> going to be able to put some touchdowns against this yeah. Lions defense. Yeah. I don't believe that they'll win the game, but I, I believe they they yeah. eclipse this pretty pretty easy. It doesn't matter if it's Pop Warner college or pro football. A running quarterback causes problems, especially for if he's a this defense. good. All right, let's move on to a uh, a game here that. 
yeah. everyone's going to be looking at. A lot of our listeners are yeah. fans of one of these two, uh, and that's a CBS 325 kickoff, the afternoon game. Green Bay is heading to Mile High Stadium. <laughs> uh, the Broncos are 1-5. and five. We all get it. But the Packers are only 2-3, and three, and they are a one-point favorite on the road heading to Denver. This one's tricky. Yeah, this one is tricky. I mean, like, I probably have to go with the Packers on this one. You can make the case for Denver, though, especially oh, yeah. after yeah. Green Bay's ugly outing against the Raiders. In addition to the three picks in that one, like uh, mm-hmm. the Packers posted a rough 4-12 and rate on Ugh. third down. Yeah. Both of these offense can't get it going. It seems that Russ has been able to find some... He's got know, some stats. He's, he's, he's definitely putting up some stats or whatever. The good news is that the defense for the Packers was pretty solid overall and kept the team in it until late in that game. Mm-hmm. Green Bay has been at 20 or fewer points in each of the last three games, so scoring is the issue for the Packers. <laughs> That's all, but you do have to score to win games. Yeah, I'm Green Bay. I'm all over Green Bay here. Uh, they're coming off a bye, right? Yeah. Uh, and Denver, you could say they're kind of coming off a short week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That never bodes well, for even though it's on the road and I'm going to have to eat it. Um, and everyone wanted to talk about Denver and their home field advantage. What home field advantage? It's not there they've anymore. Had, no, they've had two. Uh, the last two home games, they both lost. Yeah. So, it, like, where is it? it it's really what am I tough. My hat on. You know, it's really tough for fans. You know, when, when you're winning, it, yeah. it's a really good atmosphere. But mm-hmm. I mean, you remember going to those Chiefs games back in the day? Oh, and that was growing up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's not the atmosphere that it is now. No. When you go to a Chiefs game, it's a lot of stadium in the world now. It's because <laughs> they're really, really good. 2015 yeah. Denver Broncos Stadium. Yes. That is mm-hmm. that is home field advantage. Yeah. 2013 Seahawks Stadium, that is a home field advantage. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. If you're not good, fans don't get as loud. It's just what it is. Yeah, it, it really is. And Denver, they got to earn it back. You, you, got you know, to. And, uh, and the Sean Payton experiment has not really panned <laughs> out. Maybe this is where they turn around. I it mean, this be. is good a spot as any. You got to beat up a uh, Green Bay team. But like I said, they, they're coming off a bye. Uh, they should be getting themselves healthy again. Uh, and I think Love's going to trend back to the medium here. <clears throat> Like, he played so bad. Yeah. His last time out, he can't do that again. No, I agree, Andy. And it just didn't it just seem for Denver against that game against the Chiefs that the Chiefs just weren't they knew weren't playing. No, they knew. Them. They it's knew. just like the younger brother, just like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, the, in the in the Broncos That's defense terrible. wasn't bad, giving up just four of thirteen on third downs to the Chiefs. But mm-hmm. I, I just see this one as being you know a lower scoring defensive battle. Yeah. Uh, both offenses are struggling these days, but yeah. I, I'm back in the Packers. Me too. In mile high. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't usually like to take these road dogs, but two of these three picks, that's yeah, what I'm seems going with like here. we are. <laughs> uh, and, and Green Bay, they are 7-3 and three against the spread overall. And that's the main number that we're talking about. Exactly. Not wins and losses. We're talking, do they cover? Seven out of the last ten, they have. Four out of the last five against Denver. Now I get it, they don't play every year, and teams change and rosters change and all that. But four out of the last five times they play Denver, they have covered as well. So I'm talking against the spread. Yeah. I like Green Bay. I, I do too, Andy. I really do. And uh, you heard the horn there, so we're up against it. Did you touch on the over-under there at 45? Yeah, I, I just I kind of under. did, Andy, just because it, I do believe it's going to be a defensive <laughs> battle. Neither yeah. one of these offenses are explosive enough. I'm seeing at 46 and a half, uh, 45 points, wherever yeah. you can find it at. I do believe that it'll smack that under. Defenses have been balling out in the NFL so far this season. Yep. It doesn't look like it's going to change this week. There's a, like almost a record number of unders last week. That might get broken this week yeah. as far as the under in the NFL cash. 
Ex- ex- especially in this game. So, well, yes. let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. We've been enjoying Wick for Brains, their pumpkin ale. Yeah. Is It is the season. It is. It is their classic, painstakingly created fall pumpkin ale made with real pumpkin lens. That's what makes the difference. It's not just some pumpkin spices and some cinnamon. This is the real deal, and I can attest to it. It is my favorite pumpkin beer on the market. There it is. And spooky, too. Just in time for Halloween, you got the Jack Lantern <laughs> on the label. It looks awesome. They, they take their labels very serious for over sure. there at NBC. Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron the Pounder. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> oh, well, we started off out there. Got yeah. that Thursday night game in there for the NFL. Get the juices flowing. Shift gears here. We're going to get back into the college ranks. Yeah. Where we have a couple high-flying Big Ten teams, yeah. uh, both ranked in the top seven. Ohio State, third ranked in the nation. The Nittany Lions of Penn State ranked seventh in the nation in most polls. Yeah. And they're both 6-0. and oh. Something's got to give here, Andy. And this looks like one of the better games yeah. of the college football season on. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be all be tuning into this one. Yeah, this is going to be an 11 o'clock kickoff on Big Noon Fox kickoff. Yep. Uh, and uh, we're expecting some points, too, and over under a 45 and a half. <sighs> and as we set up, this the point spread consensus has moved from four and a half to five Ohio State. Crazy. Uh, and I think from what I've been hearing on the radio and some of the blogs I've been reading – there's a lot of money being poured in on Ohio State, and that's going to keep happening. Yeah, I think so, Andy. But I do believe that these people that are doing that are wrong. Ooh. I really <laughs> okay. I re- like I- I'm looking at Penn State in the points in this one, Andy. I just think the Nittany Lions have a tendency to keep this matchup within the number, covering yeah. six of the last seven meetings. Also, okay. when you get that those key numbers at three or four and a half, or mm-hmm. you know three and a half, four and a half, five. I really love the opposition team. They yeah. are just as good as Ohio State. Hmm. They are 6-0. and uh, They're ranked right there. Uh, Ohio State's ranked number third, only giving up 10 points a game this season. Yeah. Penn State coming in at second, only giving up 9 points a game this season. These are two yeah. great defenses. Yeah. If I had to look at that over-under, Andy, I'm looking under, too. You're looking I'm under? I'm looking okay. at this game as a smash-mouth <laughs> Big Ten football game. You kind of saw it with yeah. Ohio State earlier this year when they played another ranked opponent. Notre Dame, right? The low they kept that scoring yep. low, 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 low. Mm-hmm. I believe we see a, another thing just like that this weekend. I'm not saying Ohio State ain't going to win this game, but okay. it'll be late. Well, and that's what most people are pointing to is Ohio State had such a good win over Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and it looks even better now after yeah. Notre Dame smacked the Trojans yeah, of yeah, USC yeah. around uh, this past weekend. Everyone's saying, "Well, what is?" Penn State done. Well, I'll tell you what they've done. They've covered all six games this year. They are six and zero. They're coming to town. They've heard all the chatter too. Uh, I'm in agreements with you, especially if we're going to keep g- catching points here. Yeah. Maybe I'll just wait till kickoff and it see gets how to a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Wait till I can get yeah six and a half seven. Yeah. That would be wonderful for uh, taking something out on the Nittany Lions there because I do think it's going to be a tight. Game, yeah, no, no, and no doubt, Andy. You can't, you know, diss Ohio State's track record that they've had this year. It, it, it looks great. Mm-hmm. It looks just as good as Penn State, uh, you know. But 
Penn State has scored 63 points in two of their games. I don't yeah. care who you're playing against. If you can score 63 points in a game, right. you're going to be in this yeah. one. And a couple weeks ago when we were watching Ohio State versus Maryland, Maryland hung in there for yes, a long, they did. long yes, they did. time. Yep. And I'm not saying that Maryland's any kind of slouch, but they shouldn't be able to keep up with the likes of Ohio State and Penn State. So I, I really like Penn State catching points here, Andy. Yeah, and Maryland just tripped up against Illinois. Exactly. A team exactly. that Nebraska beat exactly. before. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So there, they. Yeah. It does look good on paper. Yeah. Everything looks good, but neither of these teams are invincible. And I think people are just riding high on that Ohio State Buckeyes right. franchise yeah. name right now. Yep. This might be the best Penn State team we've seen in a while. I think you're right about that. And, and to throw some fuel on the fire of you talking about the under. Yeah. And we all talk about Ohio State. And they got the best receivers in yeah. the nation. I'm not arguing. Okay, they, they, they do. do. They do. Uh, I ran a poll on our YouTube uh, channel in the community page. And uh, was it Oregon or Ohio State or other? <laughs> Ohio State. Ohio State. Landslide. Yeah, yeah. Marvin <laughs> Harrison. From our voters, yep. But with all those bells and whistles and toys and all these playmakers on the perimeter, Ohio State has hit the under five of the last six games. So five out of the yep. six games so far that they've won. They've won, but they've hit the under. Some of that's due to everyone pumping that number up. For sure. But then I take the under. I'm fine with betting the under. I, I think the under is a great play here, Andy. Another nugget I want to give you, Andy. Ohio State has failed to cover the spread in each of its last six games as a favorite against a top 15 okay. ranked opponent. All right. I was already sold. I'm on they it now. They usually win these games, Andy. Yeah. But it's not. Yep. It's right at the end. And it's usually in a Big Ten matchup like this. When you see two 6 yep. and 0 teams going against each other, it comes down to that last kick. And you're under 85 years old, so if Ryan Day hears this, he won't call you out and yell at you on national television no, like he, Lee Corso. He's okay so. with me saying it, <laughs> not Corso. <laughs> All right, let's move on to an SEC matchup of a couple of ranked opponents yeah. here. We got Tennessee. The Volunteers are heading over to Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa. Bryant-Denny Stadium. The Crimson Tide are 6-1. and one. The Tennessee Volunteers are 5-1. and one. Yeah. So they've had a little bit of a bye to work with here, and they are catching a big number. Eight points. Uh, I know it's a road game, and I know it's Alabama, but Tennessee's ranked seventh in the nation. They're ranked <laughs> ahead of Alabama. They're yep. only eleventh, which I, you know, you're splitting hairs there. That's a two thirty kickoff on CBS. You got a total of forty eight and a half. Yeah, Andy, this line makes no sense to me, and it's mm-hmm. going down for a reason. Yeah, obviously it came out this week like a plus ten for Tennessee. It's all the way down to what you say plus eight and a half. Plus uh, eight. It was eight and a half. It's already down to it's eight. It's already down to eight. If you guys can get it above a touchdown, if you can get it at seven and a half or eight, mm-hmm. jump on Tennessee. This is just the way that it needs to be. This line should be under seven points yeah. because of how good Tennessee is. Yeah. Alabama still a very good team, but isn't as good this season as it's been in the past. Nope. The offense. Can't finish drive. 86 in total offense overall. Uh, Texas A&M and Arkansas had its chances against Alabama. Yeah. They could have lost yeah. those two games. So I, I really like Tennessee as an underdog here, even though it's on the road. Uh, if you can get yeah. it above a touchdown, I think it's gold. So this line opened up at a 9.5. I think some yeah. books even got up to 10. And then right. now it's being uh, you know slowly bet back down. People are getting a, a, you For know, sure. taking a second look at it like, uh, okay, here. This is the seventh ranked team in the nation. Yeah, yeah. And this is a, an SEC matchup. And, and also, Alabama's the team that's not ranked as high in this one. I get it. It's at home. Uh, I'm not saying Tennessee's going to lose. Yeah. But I'm saying um, Tennessee's going to hang in there and cover this eight, eight and a half. For sure, Are Andy. you kidding me? And Tennessee is a top 20 defense in the country, Andy. So yeah. you know that Alabama's going to struggle with getting points against them. 
it, it, you got to look at this, Andy, and you might even want to look money line with the Vols mm. on Saturday. If, you, if you're feeling a little frisky, look for that Vols money line because it's going to yeah. be nice. No, I, I like that a lot. And some of these models that I'm looking at actually have Tennessee winning by a touchdown, sure. winning by six and a it, half points here. It can happen. Uh, what about that total at 48 and a half? Yeah, Andy, I think that this is probably good uh, to go just because – SEC teams, they're not what you think. They're, it's a lot more offense. Yes. I mean, the rhetoric always was defense, defense, defense. No, that has changed. Look at Georgia's <laughs> offense. Look at Tennessee's offense. Exactly. Look what Alabama's done. Uh, there's that picture floating around now of because uh, they're playing in the NFL this week. We'll talk about them. Yeah, for sure. When all those quarterbacks were in the same room. Two in Alabama. T- 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 Mac below, Jones and Jalen Hurts. All three of them start in the NFL, and they're all <laughs> – Play, you know, yeah, competing exactly. for They're starting points. Point. They're scoring points. No, yeah. uh, I just do not see. I, mean, I was just saying how good Tennessee's defense is, but I do believe that these two teams can score yeah. enough points to get this over forty-eight and a half. Uh, what I'm seeing <clears throat> with that money line with Tennessee right now is plus two seventy-five, Andy, mm-hmm. and that's good enough value to throw some money on it. But that plus eight and a half, plus eight, wherever you can find it at right now with Tennessee, that is a that's a pretty good bet. Yeah, and that's that's going to be a really fun game to watch regardless. Yeah, I can't wait. 2.30 kickoff on yep. CBS. All right, a uh, game that has a, just the same amount of <laughs> uh, <laughs> buzz and, yeah, and yeah, eyeballs yeah. that'll be glued to it. <laughs> We're going to move on over to the Big Ten. Yeah. We're talking about the Golden Gophers, Minnesota. They're sitting at 3-3 three and three now. They're heading down to mm. Iowa to take off. And the Hawkeyes, who are at 6-1, and one, say what you want about Iowa, their offense, the coaching, whatever. <laughs> they are 6 and one, and yeah. they are a three and a half point favorite this weekend versus Minnesota. Yeah, in the eyes of everybody in the world that just looks up and down college football landscape, yeah. they're just as good as Alabama or Tennessee. They're six and <laughs> they're one. Six and one, yeah. Uh, and, and on the other side of the ball, Ouch. Andy, Minnesota has not looked good against any respectable teams. Sorry, Nebraska. Yeah. But it, that it's played this season, and it's 121st in total offense and 113th. In, in uh, scoring offense and total offense, it's just so Yikes. very yeah. bad. What is that? Is on? not ideal on the road against an Iowa team that is 26th in total defense and 10th in scoring defense. Andy, this mm. Iowa team with all of its, you know, all of its, you know, everything flaws. backlash, all flaws, yeah, yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff. This defense is good. Iowa just held Wisconsin to six points on the yep. road in Camp Randall. Yeah, yeah. Does, so does this line movement make sense to you? It opened at six and a half. Uh, Iowa being the favorite now, yeah. it's moved all the way down to three, three and a half. No, I, I just think it's kind of uh, reverse what we were just talking about with Tennessee. Yeah, Andy. yeah. I, I just think that people think Minnesota's uh, that Iowa's frauds, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if Iowa's frauds if they're not playing anybody that's relevant. Right, they're not going to play anybody that's relevant in the Big Ten West. This Minnesota's year. not going to move the ball in that defense. It, they're not going to. They yeah. they weren't able to do it against us. They and they haven't mm-hmm. been able to do it since. Right. So. Uh, Iowa is going to stuff this in their face. If if <laughs> Iowa gets a touchdown, they're covering this spread. I Just one. So. It's going to be something like nine to three. Right? I do believe that. So, I do believe. So that. with that being said, this over under is ridiculous at thirty one and a half. But I guess I'm leaning to the under. Yeah, I, I think so too, Andy. <laughs> right? I mean, Min- I don't know. I just do not see how Minnesota is going to have an offensive successful game. No, uh, the the line feels soft to me. 
I Hawkeyes by a touchdown, but yeah, it's going to be seventeen to ten, something like that. Seventeen ten, and then yeah, you still got a bit, little bit of breathing room there uh, for for that over under. Yeah, no, right. I, I just don't see it getting above that. I mean, I might shy away from that over under just because it's, it's so, so low. It is. It's so it's low. Like Iowa could break a couple runs and accidentally Ooh. go over that, but uh, we haven't seen that either. So no, get, give me the Hawkeyes by a touchdown, and that's where I feel safe. Yeah, maybe a. If you can dodge a special teams touchdown or something wacky like that, <laughs> yeah. the, you're you're okay betting the under, but you don't even need to take that risk. Yeah, no, just take the, the Hawkeyes by four and a half, five, wherever you got them. They're winning this by a touchdown easily. I, I'm in agreement with the the point spread. That's for <clears> sure. And yeah, I, I would have to lean the under, even though it's ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Low. You heard the horn, that means we're up against it, so let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those seeking adventure. Whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit StockandRod.com to get your wild game on. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL, Where's the Line? I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the Parley Pounder. You got it. We're back. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we told the people at the top of the broadcast, Yeah, we're talking NFL, we're talking college, we're talking more college, we're talking more NFL. <laughs> you got it. So let's get into the second leg of our let's do it. NCAA football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a couple of ranked opponents out of the ACC. Believe it or not, Duke is still ranked 16th in the nation, but they're heading down to Bobby Bowden Field at yeah. Duke Campbell Stadium to play Florida State. And man, do the Seminoles got it rolling yeah. right now. They are 6-0, and and they are over a two-touchdown favorite yeah. over a ranked opponent here in Duke. They're 14.5-point favorite. Does this make sense, Andy? Not at all. I don't think it makes sense. I just think nope. a lot of people are riding really, really high on the Florida State Seminoles. Yep. And, 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 and Duke and, lost. And, and, and it was ugly. And Duke lost. Good for them. All that kind of stuff. But it's still a ranked opponent, and I just think we're riding a little too high on Florida State. Yep. And, and good for Florida State. They look yep. phenomenal. They yep. do, Andy. Yep. But, I mean, in last week's matchup in, uh, against NC State, the Blue Devils were up 17-3 to going into the second half and eventually secured a... 24 to 3 win. They didn't give up any points yeah. in the second half uh, with with their quarterback out for injury. And I do believe he's going to play this week. So okay. uh, I, I I really like I really like the Blue Doubles cover in here. Yeah. I, I, I just like the cover. I don't think they'll win. I think Florida State probably turns it on a little bit in the second half uh, and gets, you know, out to a touchdown later or so. Yeah. But I really like the Blue Devils to stay in this one. Yeah, well, yeah, let's put it this way. Um, I'm not betting money line, but I am betting Duke to cover. Yeah, yeah. No uh, I doubt. mean, we're talking over two touchdowns here. Uh, and some of these uh, models and point predictors and yeah. things like that, they actually have Duke winning outright by like five and a half, six points. Yeah, no doubt, Andy. And that it's and it's that's just... a that that's a lot of let's call it garbage thrown into a lot of you know uh, analytics and who you played, who you didn't play, and this and that. But it it's still it's it's kicking back a number saying Duke's going to come out on top. Exactly, Andy. And you got to look at just Duke's one loss. Uh, it looks pretty good. Now. Yeah, it looks pretty good. They lost by seven points to Notre Dame, who just walloped 
the best player in college football, Caleb Williams. He was the front runner odds yeah. on favorite to win the Heisman. He's not anymore. Exactly. So I, I really like the Blue Devils in this one. I do not think they're as bad as people are putting them off to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Florida State, they, yes, they have looked great, but are, are, is Clemson any good? They just beat Clemson in overtime. Are they good? Yeah. Uh, is, you know, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I am going to go with my gut on this one, and it's too many points, yeah. especially for an ACC kind of, you know, you're seeing, rivalry. You're seeing traditional powers, traditional uh, blue bloods yeah. kind of shift the the narrative here. I, mm-hmm. I really think that Florida State's getting bet up. Duke, they're a basketball school, right? Not yep. a football school. Well, last couple of years they've been playing some pretty good pretty football. Pretty good football. That total is at 49 I think I might like the over. Yeah, Andy. Well, and especially if you're a Florida State fan here, you like the over because if they're mm-hmm. going to win by 17 points, <laughs> right. it's got to go over. So <laughs> yeah. uh, no matter what, I think the over is the safest play here, Andy. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the over, but yeah. I, I really like Duke Blue Devils to stay in this one. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna pile on for Duke once more. For the last five games, they have smacked that over. Yeah. Everything for me is pointing Duke's going to cover and give me that over. Yeah. Nope. I agree, Andy, wholeheartedly. All righty. And I'm not saying the Seminoles are go- not going to win. I know so. I got some friends that are Seminole fans. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to offend you. I'm just saying Duke's going to cover. Yep. 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 All righty. Let's uh, head on out west, sucker. Yeah. Utah, the 14th-ranked Utes, are heading to the Coliseum to take on. Oh, the Trojans are licking their wounds right now. USC still 6-1. and one. That's a 7 o'clock kickoff on Fox. Total is 53. Yeah, Andy. Uh... Two, I mean, the Utah Utes, they are 5-1. and one. Yep. The Trojans are 6-1. and one. I, 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 That was uh, probably my biggest miss of the weekend. Yeah, me too, was Andy. Reading the, the, I thought the Trojans were going to have so much more success yep. at Notre Dame. Notre Dame was coming off a loss. Their backs are against the wall. I get it. I understand how it could happen. I, I just thought USC was going to stand up a little yeah, bit more I, than that. I think, I think our hatred for Notre Dame kind of seeped through in that one because I'm not a huge USC fan either, but right. I am really looking USC this week again, Andy. Okay. I just think it's a really good chance to get back on top, mm. get back get back against a ranked opponent, Andy. If you can get this at 6.5, I really like it. Seven points, it might be a, it might be a push, uh, but I I really like USC here. USC's defense and their inability to stop opponents may not be such an issue. I don't think Utah has what it takes to break down the defense as they can't throw the ball without Cam rising. They're not going to have him, right? And I'm he's not, hurt. And I'm not sitting here trying to land a grenade on trying to where he's gonna, when he's going to play. I don't think it's this week. Last week was not a good look mm-hmm. for USC, like you said, in the grand scheme of things. But with a win over a ranked Utah team, they put they puts it right back into perspective for USC. I, I, I just like them at home <sighs> by seven. Utah's just had so much success, though, against Utah. Our, Utah's had a lot of success yeah. against USC recently. I mean, they, straight up, they won four of the last six games. They have. Uh, and, and, I, and you're getting them off a loss here. It kind of reminds me of what USC last week, just on the other end of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and this week their backs against the wall. Is that kind of what you're reading into? Yeah, here? no, I do. And but I do believe that this team is going to kind of you know jolt it up a little bit with yeah. their back against the wall. Mm-hmm. Like we said, this is still probably the best player in college football. Right. And I think he's heads yeah. and tails above everybody that takes the field for the Utah Utes. Okay. Uh, what about that 53 total? The under has hit five of the last six times for Utah. Yeah. Uh, 
these these pack games, I mean, I, I just pretty wild. Yeah, I, I do believe it's too too low here for a USC team that is mm-hmm. going to try and put some points out here this week. And Utah, you know, returning the favor a little bit. So I do like the over at fifty four. Like, you like the over? I do. Well, the over has smacked fourteen of the last fifteen USC games, yeah. regardless of who they're playing. So, nope. yeah, uh, Caleb Williams, you know, as much yeah. as everybody's piling on him, he still has over two thousand yards already this season Jeez. with twenty three touchdowns, wow. and those touchdowns aren't going to stop against Utah here. Yeah. Give me that over. Give me the Trojans. Yeah, at the end of the day, it is USC. It is Pac mm-hmm. twelve football. Smack the over. Smack the over, folks. <laughs> right. All right, so we're coming off a couple uh, big-time uh, ranked matchups Woo! there. Uh, let's get into the game that everyone's really looking at, though. Yep. NU versus NU. Yeah. We're talking about Northwestern. The Wildcats are 3-3, three and three, but guess who else is 3-3? Three and three? Yeah. The Nebraska Cornhuskers yeah. playing host coming <laughs> off of a bye. Yeah. And they're an eleven and a half point favorite. What is, what's going on here? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> to, to cover this, Andy, the Cornhuskers really need to sharpen up things. <laughs> Their last outing with the win over Illinois, Nebraska yeah. posted 312 total yards mm-hmm. and was just 5 for 15 on third down. Yeah. We almost gave this game away because we were so bad on third down, just yeah. giving the ball back to Illinois. The three mm-hmm. turnovers, the two, the two fumbles, ten penalties and seventy of <laughs> ten Jeez. penalties of seventy yards didn't help matters. But the defense did <laughs> their job. That's how we hang our hat. Yeah. Yeah. Northwestern is not going to be able to move this ball against us. It's just, are we going to be able to score enough yeah. points to cover this spread? Well, yeah, that that's the big question, and you can see you can see a path uh, for Nebraska to win by twelve or more. Yeah, you you really can. It's just that. We haven't seen it very often yet this year. Yeah, yeah, Really yeah. only one game, and that was against a much lesser opponent. For sure. So it's really tough for me to put money on Nebraska covering. I think Nebraska's going to win this game. Yeah, no I do. doubt. No doubt. Uh, I, I, I really do. It's just that uh, everything sounds good, and I love what Coach Rule, how he talks to his team, how he talks to the media. Yeah, no I, doubt. I, I'm love buying it. it. Yeah, love I'm it. buying it all. I'm loving it all. But you can't just say, if we die, we die. And then that cleans up the offense. It, no, no, it does I, not. I'm, I'm motivated. I'm yep. going to try hard. I'm motivated. Yeah, but I'm still going to fumble or whatever, you yeah. know, uh, choose to jump when I should have <laughs> just put my head down and run, whatever the case may be. Uh, and we're going to turn the ball over on downs, and that's not going to be a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Andy, but the, the one thing that I have for hope with the Huskers against this team is this is a very, very underwhelmed uh, underwhelming team in oh, Northwestern. Yeah, they're they're Th- bad. These guys can't. I I they're don't bad. even think they can hang on with Illinois. You know, definitely not with the Iowa's and Wisconsin's of of the West here. So mm. I I really like this spot for Harburg to really put his nose to the grindstone and put out a big performance on yeah. the ground against this team. And, yep. and I, I do have us covering here, Andy. It, it, it's sitting right there for him. This is a great, and you're coming great off a bye, and you're playing a team that tried to lose to Howard. Mm-hmm. Howard, the college Howard. The Howard. Uh, came back, lost to 23-20, to and the week before that, Northwestern got blasted by yeah. Penn State. Yeah, exactly. I, you just there's nothing really to like about the Wildcats. Yeah, and a lot of people have been throwing this at me. Like the Wildcats have hit 23 or more points in all three of their wins so far. It doesn't matter. Mm. This Nebraska defense is a lot better than mostly what they've yeah. in any of those games. Yeah. I, I don't see Northwestern getting more than 10 points on us the entire game. I like us yeah. to put the ball in the end zone a little bit more than that, especially with our run game. 
Uh, give give me the give me the give me the hook with the Huskers. And it almost feels like if that's the case, and I do think for Nebraska to win, their defense has to show out again, like always. Uh, if that's the case, then I don't know if they can hit that total of forty-one. Yeah, I mean, the way that I'm talking about the Nebraska Cornhuskers, I think we have to hit the over. On you this. think so? I do. Be- I do believe that we're going to. I, I think we're going to churn it out against wow. them. I re- I really do believe it's going to wow. hit this over. I mean, even if Nebraska plays well offensively, <clears throat> and and that to me that's like twenty-four points. Yeah, and then you hold Northwestern to 10, 12. Uh- you're still not getting there. No, I agree that that is what the <laughs> the standard is for Nebraska right now. Is yeah. like that's a good game for 24 points. Yeah. I believe this is the week that that goes over that. <laughs> oh, that we put a 35 point game up there. That okay. we put a 40 game up there. We need to start doing it, especially if we're all talking about bowl season yep. and bowl games. This is a statement game for Nebraska, especially Northwestern. Have put that sour taste in our mouth mm. all year last year. Yep. Starting 0 1. This is a revenge game for these. Cornhuskers, we are going to smack them out of Memorial Stadium. We're putting up a 40-burger. Let's take go. the over. Take the points for Nebraska. Go Big Red. He's going over, folks. The <laughs> Huskers are winning. They're covering, and they're going over. Yeah. I don't want to throw a wet blanket on it, so I'm just going to wrap up. You, you heard the horn right there, so that means we're up against it anyway. Let's just leave it right there. Let's I do like, it. like how that sounds. Heavy on Nebraska, and I... Totally agree with you. If you are going to get right, this is your get right For sure. Game. For At sure. At home, coming off a bye, and Northwestern just tried to lose to Howard. Yeah. Take it. Take it. It's take, there. It, take it, it's Harburg. Right there take you. it, Harburg. Let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. We have uh, shifted gears here, and we're drinking the Pickle Fight. Yes, we are. One of my favorite beers. Now, you got a different one going on over there. I got the Spicy Pickle Fight, what they just came out with. It is, you know, this is a variant. It's spicy. It really punches you in the throat. (laughs) A pickle punch to the throat. I love this beer. Best beer out there for Bloody Marys, It's a flavorful and zesty ale that boasts a bold and briny pickle flavor, no doubt about it. And they are wonderful if you want to do that Bloody Mary. And, hey, it's a 2.30 kickoff, so we might have to 2.30 kickoff on on Saturday. We will definitely be drinking the pickle fight (laughs) at the tailgate. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron, <laughs> the Polly Pounder. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're back. All right, we wrapped up the college football. Tons of picks over there. Yeah. Time to get back into the NFL. Mm-hmm. The not for long, no fun league, no whatever. Fun, what, uh, what does NFL yeah, even stand for? National like? Football yeah, League. There we go. After the merger, <laughs> they decided that. Okay. All right, we're going to be talking about, we got to start with the L.A. Chargers. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs, they're heading on over to Arrowhead, are the Chargers, and the Chiefs are now a five-and-a-half-point favorite. That total sitting there at 48. Um, and I, just right off the bat, I like the Chiefs. Yeah. I do. I mean, I, I think there is a little bit of a you know fight between you know a case to be made for either side here, mm-hmm. Andy. Uh, the Chargers— have done a good job of keeping a lot of the recent meetings close between these two teams. Yeah. The Chiefs have played a lot of t- 
tight games mm-hmm. as of late. Whether whether like you know mm-hmm. like we were talking about the Broncos, did they care? It, it really yeah. doesn't seem that that they will. But um, I I do like the Chiefs here, Andy, just because yeah. I, I think they I think they kind of make it a, a statement game yeah. right here, Andy, and. Uh, yeah. One thing that I'm looking at, Andy, is a player prop right off the bat. Travis Kelsey has scored a touchdown in five of the Chiefs' last six Sunday games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's scored mm-hmm. again. So yeah. anytime touchdown so. for Travis Kelsey. Another yeah. one that I want to look at quick, Andy, is on the opposite side of the ball. Austin Eckler has scored two or more touchdowns oh. in three of his last four games okay. following a loss. So once they have a loss, <laughs> okay. once they have a loss, they go back to yeah. what they're supposed to do, and that's getting Austin Eckler the football. So yeah. I would go with Austin Eckler anytime touchdown as well. I'm just looking at Kansas City had an extra day to recover, playing yeah. that Thursday night game. Chargers are coming off a short week. That never bodes well, and also you're taking on the machine that is Kansas City. Yeah. Also, it's, t- it's that time of the year where I'm putting a little bit more stock into ATS. What have you done last five, six <clears throat> games? Uh, I just looked at it. Kansas City has covered four of the last five. Yeah. L.A. has not covered for the last five. and In fact, they've only covered two of the last four. Yeah. Uh, two of the last four uh, games. So um, everything to me just points at the home favorite here. Yeah. And tell me, tell me, Taylor Swift going to be in the stands or not? <laughs> I'm sure she will be with a <laughs> with a L.A. team playing. But uh, you can see that this game, everybody's kind of thinking the same thing because it did open up at seven, six and a half points. You're right. And it's getting bet down already because – it is the Chargers. It is score. the Chargers, yeah. and their back well, is up against the wall. They do need to win games. They do yeah. need to score points. So yeah. I can see it being a tight game, Andy. But yeah, give me the Chiefs by a touchdown late, or, or or they could just beat the wheels off them. It could go either two right. ways. Either way, Chiefs win. And this is also one of those games where I think the Chiefs are not going to want to take their foot off the gas as early because they know the Chargers can come back. Exactly. So they're they're not going to just want that three or four point. Uh, lead yeah, yeah. late in the fourth quarter, they're going to want it to be two scores or more. Exactly, Andy. And that's the reason that I think this over-under uh, started all the way up at 52 points, Andy. It's already bet down all the mm-hmm. way to 48. Yep. I yep. like this over, over, okay. over, 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 just because of the things you were just saying. Yeah. Chargers are going to push them to yep. score points, and we know Mahomes and company can put the points on the board. So can Keenan yeah. Allen, Austin Eckler, and Herbert on the yep. other side. Give me all the points. Give me the over. Love it. Man, and people are piling on Herbert. And, yes, he did miss some throws. For I sure. just think it's kind of shocking when he doesn't make every single throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to be sharp. I think he's going to be really sharp. And even with that, he still had a really good stat line. He was still Very good. Yeah, he was still over still one of the best yards. fantasy quarterbacks out there. And <laughs> right. like we said, Keenan Allen already has over 500 yards receiving with four touchdowns. They're, they okay. can score points. All right, let's. Let's take a look at the Sunday night game. Yeah. Over on NBC, 730 kickoff. That game of is, the year. Game of the year. Ooh, so far. I mean, beep, we're talking beep. about Miami Dolphins. They are 5-1 and one, taking on the 5-1 and one Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. I think this line has a lot to do with who's at home. Philadelphia's a two-and-a-half point favorite. Yeah, Andy, I think, it, like you just said, with the Eagles being at home, they mm-hmm. get the nod. Yeah. But the Eagles have to be the more balanced team here. Oh, Given yeah. that their defense is far so. more respectable than the Dolphins, mm-hmm. the Eagles will also have to you know, be more locked in. And I think that surprising loss to the Jets is really going to turn them up and yeah. make them yeah. 
feel the pain, make the Dolphins feel the pain here. I think the Dolphins are going to come in here riding a little high, thinking that they got a you know a, a cleanup shot at these guys that just lost a game. I yeah. think it's total opposite. I am taking Eagles, Eagles, Eagles all game long. They're going to pound the rock and yeah. pound these Dolphins into the ground. Well, I love the hook right now because I think Philadelphia can win by three. For sure. Uh, I, and I think that might be what this game comes down to. Uh, field goal, late field goal, as, as you always like to say. Yeah. And I see Philadelphia coming out of top, and maybe the biggest deciding factor there is they're at home. Exactly. Uh, and I, I do like the motivational talk you, that you were saying there with Philadelphia getting smacked around by the Jets. Yeah. And then having to hear about it. Yeah. And if there's one thing people from Philadelphia don't want to hear, it's that New York's having success. <laughs> exactly. Against us. And then the next week, Miami's having yeah. <laughs> success Miami. against us. And just in all honesty, this is a prove-it game for the, for the Dolphins. Right. We've seen them put all the points up against the Giants and a couple lesser teams here in the mm-hmm. NFL. This, yeah. do you belong? Do you belong in this conversation? Right. This is the game that you do that in. And I get that it's AFC, mm-hmm. NFC, so it's, it, you know, a Super Bowl matchup, yeah. you know, prototypically could be, but... I really like the uh, the Super Bowl team and the the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles here putting a foot down and saying that was a fluke last week. Mm-hmm. Look what we did to one of the best AFC teams. This J- is our year. Jalen Hurts, I, I, I love everything about that guy, and I, I think he's got mental toughness beyond mental toughness. For sure. And he has an opportunity right now to kind of uh, reiterate that maybe Alabama made a mistake letting him go. Yeah. You know, I that sticks with the competitor. I really think it does. He all They all speak so highly of each other, and that's great. But you know that sticks with a guy. Oh, it, it has to, Andy. And like you said, and with Tua having just the the year that he's had, yeah. monster year, yeah. ranks number one in the NFL with yep. over 1,800 passing yards already. It's it just That's, totally crazy. Yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. this should be, like we said, game of the year candidate. But yeah. I really like the Eagles to get right here, put their stamp on this season saying we're going to be back in the Super Bowl. I, I like the Eagles covering, especially at that two and a half. Give me the hook. Should we move on to Monday night? Let's do it. All righty. Another surprising loss was the 49ers to Cleveland. Yeah. I I know they're dealing with a lot of injuries, but you still don't expect the 49ers to drop a game like that to Cleveland. And maybe Cleveland's playing a little bit better than what, you know, they're still not winning games. Well, they just did win one. They just did win one with their backup quarterback. So now the 49ers are heading out to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. Vikings are struggling. We all know it or whatever. But they're 2-4, and and the 49ers are coming off a loss. With that being said, the 49ers are still a a 6.5-point favorite on the road. Yeah, Andy, I think like— all those injuries are still looming. It, all it's looming. all questionable, you questionable, got, questionable. You got Christian McCaffrey questionable, questionable for this week. You got Debo Samuel questionable for this week. Brock Purdy just coming off the only game that he's actually looked human in in his whole entire career as a San Francisco 49 And he's always questionable, right? Like, he's just always questionable. <laughs> I don't know. He, no, he, <laughs> he, 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 he will play. He will play. But, no, it, it was the first game that they actually, you know, without him getting hurt, has yeah. looked like, you know, a, you know just a – you know, mm-hmm. a second-year quarterback well, is what he is, and, and things didn't go his way. You know, uh, defense had didn't play up to the what they usually did, and yeah. it didn't help him out. And maybe some drops and this and that, and he didn't have his playmakers. He did own it. 
He did own it. He did own it. He said, when Debo goes down and Christian McCaffrey's out, I got to step up. And yeah, I didn't. Exactly. So, I, I admire that. Uh, tip <clears throat> of the cap to that. But still, okay, can you? Can you? Uh, the way that I'm looking at this, Andy, if you can get the hook, you can get the six and a half points in San Francisco's way. I think it's a lock. I do mm. believe they win by a touchdown here. We're talking about injuries for the San Francisco 49ers. The Vikings have lost their best player, all Mr. Universe, Justin Jefferson, yeah, for at least God, seven that's weeks. Tough. That's so, tough. So uh, it's really yeah. hard for yeah. uh, the Vikings to pick up the slack on that mm-hmm. with you know a rookie Jordan Addison yeah. and KJ Osborne. The way that I really look at this, Andy, though, the 49ers. They just didn't look like themselves on yeah. Sunday. It was a very chippy game with over 25 total penalties right. Cleveland against got, Cleveland. Yeah. Cle- it was perfect for Cleveland. Yeah. And the defense did his job pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that, you know, Kirk Cousins, Monday Night Football, yeah, uh, he's got to yeah. be slinging it. Yeah. And this is yeah. the best defense in the National right. Football League. Nobody's mm-hmm. questionable on the defensive end yeah. of this football. Yeah. Nick Bosa has a huge game. Fred Warner has a big game. Yeah. Give me the 49ers by a touchdown. And the Vikings don't cover. They've only covered in three of their last 12 games, uh, and they're 0-6 against the spread. 0-6 against the spread, their last six home games. Yeah. Home games. Yeah, Andy. So what's making me think they're going to do it against arguably the best team in the league? Exactly. They're not. I got another one for you. They won Sunday against a bad Bears team. Yeah, very bad. Despite their best efforts on offense. They only had 12 first downs and two for 13 on third down. That will not yeah. Beat the San Francisco yeah. 49ers. I don't care if Christian McCaffrey's not playing. I don't care if Debo Tammy's not playing. Yeah. They still got Brandon Ayuk. They still got George mm-hmm. Kittle. They still yeah. got Kyle Juszczyk. You're they right. got they got yep. guys across the board. They're going to get right. Give me the San Francisco 49ers by a touchdown. And we've seen this with the 49ers. Even when they are banged up, they still somehow perform and pull off victories and <clears> cover <throat> the point spread. Uh, 44 total, real quick. Yeah, I, I, I don't I, I don't like it. Uh, I'm going to sidestep it. If I had to lean, I would lean on the over just because I mm. think the 49ers are going to make a statement Put here. it on them. Put it on them. I, I just think it's going to be so hard for Minnesota to score with Jeffries being being gone. Yeah. And it's already difficult for that offense. So it I guess, is. I guess I'll sidestep that as well, but I'd probably lean on the unders. Lean on the unders, <laughs> and that's, that's why we say it. All righty, Mr. Parlay. Yeah. Let's get into it. You got a parlay play for the people? I do. I went two for three last week. I'm sorry, people, but I'm going to get back (laughs) on track right now. I got a three-team parlay in the NFL. I am taking the money line for the Las Vegas Raiders at a minus 170 against the Chicago Bears. This is a lock of the week for the Raiders. Mm -hmm. Seattle Seahawks at a minus six and a half. Uh, they are hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Everybody's saying mm. Kyler Murray might mm-hmm. be gone. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little more juice on this one than I think I should be deserving. I think the Seahawks mop up the Cardinals. And then okay. to end it, I got the Philadelphia Eagles by two and a half. We just talked yep. about it yep. over the Miami Dolphins. You're putting all three of those together, only putting $25 on this, Andy, to win 102. I really like that middle bet there uh, with the Seahawks. A couple of things are going on there. Uh, Cardinals are playing back down to where we thought they would be. For sure. They just lost their running back, Connor, yep. and that's a tough blow. Oh, it is. It's really tough, and Seattle's playing better than what they were the first yeah. couple of weeks of the no season. No doubt. They're 3-2 so, and two yep. on their way up. Divisional game. Uh Arizona still up in the air who they're going to yeah. play at quarterback. Yep. I don't think Kyler comes back and just has a crazy game. So as I read it off, the Las Vegas Raiders money line, Seattle Seahawks by 6.5, Philadelphia Eagles by 2.5, all three of them $25 to win 102. 
Straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. <laughs> well, that'll about do it for us this week, folks. Be sure to follow us on ESPN Tri-City Radio and their Facebook page. We come out with a lot of short videos there on those uh, Facebook reels. We're also on Twitter at WTL underscore podcast, I believe. And our YouTube channel is continuing to grow. Yes. Having a lot of fun with that. We also have a lot of uh, uh, different... Um, polls and questions and things of that nature that we're doing on that YouTube channel. So we're getting some interaction that way. And yeah, it is a lot of fun to hear from all you guys out there. It's always good to hear from you. And also you're on TikTok, right? Yeah. Uh, daily picks on TikTok, weekly picks on TikTok. Make sure you tune in before primetime games. That's when we like to upload those videos. For Joe Braun, the par, lay, pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thank you for listening. This has been WTL.